also to trust yourself to take responsibility for how to move forward um, and also how to take action, you know, and handle this criticism or constructive criticism that we we were usually always um, are always present with in modeling. Welcome back to the Model Memo. In this episode, I chat with model Emma Olson. We discuss everything of self-acceptance, genuine networking, the autopilot mentality within the modeling industry, the topic of safe spaces, and so much more. So let's get the memo. I have been looking forward to this episode and recording this with you for a really long time. Yeah, me too. We've been in contact for what, like three months to record this? <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's about it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, this is so cool. I'm so, fu- I'm so happy you're finally here. Um, So yeah, so we're going to dive into really just your episode and really just yourself. So just tell us a little bit about who you are, but also how you got started into the modeling industry. Um, so I'm Emma and I'm from Sweden. Um, I got into modeling or my first encounter with modeling uh, actually started off as a kid. Um, I started off with doing runways and commercials as a kid. Um, and, you know, I still remember, you know, the excitement behind like the backstage and when you did all the people and it's such a great environment. And I remember this so well because uh, once we were getting older, when we started getting some money for, you know, the runways and commercials, um, we used this as to buy, you know, sports gear because I come from a really athletic family. Um, so I'm pretty sure we bought some skates or skis or something like that. So um, that's my first encounter with modeling. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure there's some old videos and, you know, spreadsheets. And it's always fun to like go back and look at everything uh, you've done over the years. Um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, then I just, you know, I started going to school. I had a very normal upbringing in that sense. I did some work here and there. Um, And then I think around 18, 19, um, I started doing more editorial fashion work um, that also got published. Um, And then I, you know, like my thought was like after high school, like once once high school is done, I'm going to go into modeling. I'm going to do all these things um, that I've been thinking of. Um, but then, you know, COVID hit and, you know, definitely, it was a very special situation um, in terms of like modeling and you need to rethink a lot of things um, and work around a lot of things. Um, but yeah, then I, um, I got offered to go to castings for New York Fashion Week. Um, and um, I was so nervous in the beginning because I didn't thought that I was going to go through. Um, but I made it for the first draft of castings and then I went to New York and, you know, I think it's important to have that mindset of whatever happens. Um, it, like whatever happens, you do put your best self out there. And worst case scenario, I will just get a nice time in New York. I think it's an amazing city. Um, yeah. But I, I ended up booking a few shows and then I got signed to my agency that I'm with now. And, um, yeah, I just been continuing doing editorials, uh, doing fashion week and fashion shows, and um, also doing some more um, work in New York. And um, I just have a really strong passion for this industry. And like every time I go for work, I just feel very excited. Um, so I'm very happy to have this special experience. 
Yeah, yeah, that's so amazing. And you've had such a very cool career. I feel like you're like the it girl <laughs> modeling. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, you just have this vibe about you that just is like, wow, like who's that girl? You know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you. I love it. It's just so cool. I love how you've been able to really build a career and I feel like you've done it just, again, in a very short amount of time as well. And as you and I both know, the modeling industry is very fast-paced. Um, and you know what I mean? And there's a mm-hmm. lot going on all at once. So I think it's really cool that you were also able to navigate yourself um, so effectively to within your modeling career. I think that that's very, very important. And I think so many people need, need to take note on that um, because we don't always see that in this industry. So, yeah, definitely. Yes, I think it's very important to bring some transparency um, to this industry for sure. I feel like especially for example with fashion week people think that you go and you walk a few shows and then you're you're just there Uh, but it's very hectic (laughs) you don't have a lot of free time (laughs) absolutely absolutely definitely I also want to talk to you about your passions outside of modeling because I think on this podcast yes we are talking about modeling and I'm interviewing all different models from all over the world but I think it's also important to put a light on and shed a light on really what models do when they're not modeling so what are some of like your passions outside of modeling I mean I know you're from Sweden um but yeah what are some of your passions um well some of my passions definitely sports um both my parents were very athletic growing up um they done sports professionally too Uh, so that was a big thing for us and I think that is so important to you know have something outside of modeling that can um you know, prepare you mentally and physically for a photo shoot or a job and, you know, to also explore different sides of you uh, and not let go of the constant pressure, you know, of maintaining measurements or, you know, and you can really build yourself up. um, And, you know, also that your value is not based solemnly on the exterior. Um, So I think having passions outside of modeling is great for you. And also like you can be more diverse Definitely. Um, and otherwise, I love painting. I love music. Going to live concerts is a big thing for me. Um, and also just surround myself with my closest friends and family, I would say. Yes, I love all that. I must ask you too, do you have a husky? Yeah, uh, they're not huskies, but they look like huskies. <gasps> what are they? They are native hunting dogs. They're very typical to northern Sweden. And we have we had three. Um and oh they're, they're the best. I love you have a husky, right? I think I do. I do, yeah. <laughs> How many years have you had? He's gonna be three in May. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, he's still a baby. I love um any type of dog, but especially the huskies any dog that resembles a wolf in any way i'm mm-hmm. obsessed with <laughs> yeah. no but they're great like they bring so much good energy and they're very grounded and yeah they're they're awesome i, I don't know how i could live without having dogs i think and our dogs are so therapeutic and animal i mean animals in general are just so therapeutic and mm-hmm. yeah i feel like too i mean it's so important to have an animal you know especially in this industry as well because it, you can lose track of just everything around you and when you can actually take some time out to be with an animal and whether that be a dog or a cat or you know whatever to mm-hmm. keep you company it makes a difference and i love it that's very grounding and i think as you said as you mentioned i think that's very necessary in in this industry you know have something that can anchor you a little bit definitely definitely I couldn't agree more with that I could not agree more so we are also going to talk about 
self-acceptance, but also self-esteem and confidence. I feel like these are major points that just need to be heard more in this industry um, and have more models be vocal about. Because I feel like it's kind of one of those, like, things or topics or, you know, areas where people, they they get kind of, like, scared, right? (laughs) Like, that's the vulnerability (laughs) is very scary. Yeah, definitely. Um, Okay, so my take on that... um... Well, I would say, you know, in an industry that we're in, where you're constantly judged or um, you're criticized um, based on your external appearance, um, I think it's very important to develop a strong sense of self-esteem and confidence internally. Um, And I think it's even more important to nurture it and cultivate it and to let that be your safety net in this industry in a way. Um, Because we're, if we only rely on, you know, external validation, in an industry that's constantly going to change anyway, what's on trend or a certain type of look, um, I think that confidence can quickly be taken away from us very easily. Definitely. Um, Definitely. Yeah, and otherwise, I would say, um, you know, I think it's important to ask yourself, like, what makes you feel valuable and empowered? And how do you view yourself as a person? Um, Also learn how to navigate uh, negative self-talk and thoughts. Um, And... um, I also think, you know, knowing that you are not going to get it right all the time, <laughs> you're, you're only yeah. human, uh, but also to trust yourself to take responsibility for how to move forward um, and also how to take action, you know, and handle this criticism or constructive criticism that we, we were usually always, um, are always present with in modeling. Um, and I do think that also when you're aligned with yourself and your values, you move with authenticity um, without being overly attached to the outcome. And I know that I struggle a lot with that uh, in the beginning of modeling um, because um, I think it's very easy to feel empowered when you're getting booked and you have jobs and everything's going great. But then you have might have periods of time where, you know, you don't book any jobs or Right. So I think that's a mental, not block, but a struggle. I think that's very common. Definitely. I don't know if you have that experience too. Yeah, it's funny you bring this up because um, I was actually talking to another like friend of mine um, the other day about this, and it's it's very important to not get, I guess, <laughs> to let yourself get the best of you. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and just like you said, you like, and you've said this a lot. I mean, this is like, I feel like this is one of your favorite quotes. It's one of my favorite quotes as well. But trusting the process. <laughs> yeah, I actually have that in my. I think it's in yeah. the bio. <laughs> definitely yeah Yeah. trust the process I think like with any industry not just with modeling but especially with modeling um you know it is all about trusting the process so you don't really know all the time what's going to be on the other side and that's okay you know you Mm -hmm. have to follow your gut and just trust the process and take it for what it is your biggest failures or your biggest rejections will point you in the right direction for success and for you know, achieving your accomplishments mm-hmm. or your goals or, you know, really your aspirations as well. I think in this industry, it can be very competitive, but I think we are the most competitive with ourselves and we're the most hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm, definitely. And that can, be, that can become very, very draining and also very sad and, and very, um, it can really mess up our mental health in a lot of ways. So I think just being very self-aware, but also being very mindful of our surroundings and mm-hmm. also being mindful of other people too. You know, um, I was actually speaking about this on another episode, but, 
you know, never be afraid to ask someone who, you know, how they are. I think we're all afraid to, you know, kind of ask questions in this industry and we're afraid to network and, and that's okay, but get out of your comfort zone, you know, because we all know the modeling industry has no comfort zones. So we have to kind of accept that and challenge ourselves within that acceptance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could, I couldn't agree more with what you're saying. <laughs> and yeah. also sometimes, you know, when you're at a casting or either you can also sense that people are very, very nervous and you have those standard answers like, oh, hi, how are you? Yes. <laughs> you don't want to put up, you, yeah, you definitely put up a, a face for that. <laughs> I would yeah. say. But I think it's important to connect. That's the best thing, I think. And also like some of my friends have gotten free modeling, the great ones, I uh, they're so supportive and you can always talk things through. And I think it's so important to try to, to find your people in this industry that, that gets what you're actually doing or what you're going through because they can relate in, in a little bit different type of way, I think. Yeah, I love that too. You know, finding your own tribe, finding your own, your support system, which can be difficult to navigate. Not many of us have, let's just say support systems or support systems that are really available to us. But then there's other people that have, you know, many different support systems and many different groups that they're a part of, Um, you know, and that also comes with just comfortability and putting yourself out there more you know, um, never be afraid to take risks. I think, again, challenging, you know, going back and, and really to the challenge and, and challenging your own mindset and challenging your own brain. Um, you know, you have to get out of your comfort zone in order to make connections. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. That's definitely true. And I'm very thankful for all the connections I made. Um, yes. You know, also, well. you know, as you said, like, don't be afraid to be seen trying. There's nothing wrong yeah. with trying. <laughs> no, um, no. Not at all. You know, networking is great. Um, but also not putting all of your eggs in one basket. You know, networking can be seen on many different levels. But I think it's as far as the modeling industry goes, it's very important to keep your options open and keep a wide range of individuals around you. Um, mm-hmm. you know, make sure that you're not just, you know, putting all of your time into one, you know, group or one agency or one this or one that, you know. Um be, be available and, and challenge yourself to, you know, balance multiple relationships with many different individuals and a diverse range of individuals um, from a networking standpoint in the industry. I think that's also very effective and also um, can help someone really just not only like build their career, but also um, feel, feel more safe and feel, feel more better about themselves too. Yes, definitely. And also, you know, that's why I'm so thankful for, you know, um, also like networking, as you said, because I think that I booked more jobs just actually um, networking with people rather than actually going to castings <laughs> because yeah. the sense of your personality, what you're interested in, what you're good at. And, you know, I think that that's one of the best things or lessons I've been taught in modeling, I think, to never be afraid to actually, you know, network or to, as you said, like explore your options a little bit or not to only put yourself in like, okay, I'm only doing runway, I'm only doing commercial, I'm only doing that because you are a versatile human being um, with many different interests and, you know, aspects of you. Definitely. I think we're all put on this earth um, as versatile individuals, but it's whether or not we wish to apply that (laughs) and see the full potential of our versatility as individuals, right? Um, So yeah, I, I agree with all that you said, yeah. Absolutely. So we are going to move on to rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Oh, exciting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. Okay, here we go. If you could change anything in the modeling industry, what would it be and why? 
Oh, this is such a good one. Um, I mean, the industry has many areas to improve in and evolve in. Like I think you've touched on in early episodes, such as um, you know, inclusivity, diversity, transparency. Uh, also, you know, regulations regarding payments. <laughs> I think that's a yes. struggle for modeling or models in general that we're used to being paid, you know, months later from a work that we previously did. But I think still it's also like the stress stress in the, um, like the finances, like how and when am I getting paid? And, right. you know, I know so many models who still like did a work like a year ago and they still haven't like gotten um, paid. Um, uh, but also I think that, um, you know, I think in this industry, I think the problem is that, you know, not having rights as a model or or not the same type of rights or not being provided um, the same workplace protection um, that others necessarily have in other industries. I think that is like the biggest issue, you know, um, it's such an international industry. We do have contracts, but um, or sometimes we don't have contracts, you know, it's very right. lucrative in that sense. And um, but I think that I think you've touched on this in earlier episodes. But one thing I do know that I always um, appreciate when I'm going to a photo shoot is that sometimes I get this brief, like a photo shoot brief or a folder um, that states, you know, what type of photo shoot is it? The mood board uh, description, um, who am I working with and how many people? Um, you know, the names of the creative director and hair and makeup artists and photographers, like everyone who's going to be a set, it's like they have a name, they have a list. And um, for me, I think as a model, I, I really appreciate that not only because um, you go in to work and you, you're prepared, you know what's happening, uh, you know who to turn to. Um, so I think that's great um, because most of the time, I think sometimes models sometimes book a job and they might be thinking, oh, it's a fashion editorial, uh, high fashion, some sort of type of work. Uh, but then it ends up being something completely different and you feel like your boundaries are pushed. Uh, mm. You might not necessarily have like agreed to take on this type of job if you knew that that was their vision, if that goes against your values. And um, I do think that having this type of brief beforehand is so good. Um, because um, you, I think that's the tr trouble. I mean, sometimes you're afraid of speaking up if your boundaries are being pushed because you, you do really want to get along with the people on set and you're there alone and you're, you're representing um, yourself, right? Okay. I think the brief is so good to have because then you can always go back and say, like, hey, no, this is not really the description, right? Um, because I feel like it's, um, it's a big trouble for models feeling their bonus bring and push, but not being able to um, fully speak up about it. Yeah, you brought up a lot of good points, um, many of which we could, I feel like we could speak for hours on. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's just so much to really break down and dissect and really understand and, and really mm -hmm. just um, trail off of. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think too, I love that you brought up how really just how lucrative this industry is um because just like as you stated there are times where you will be given a contract but then there's times where you won't be um and i think it's just really trying to navigate it and as the best way as you can but it can be very very difficult um and that also leads to you know really mental health as well because 
there is a lot of pressures, um, or excuse me, there are a lot of pressures, but there's also a lot of not just overall pressures, but a lot of expectations and a lot of, let's just say, you know, beauty standards and, and a lot of, you know, unre- let's just say unrealistic expectations or unrealistic standards that can really mess with your own, not only your self-image and really your aura as, a, as an individual, but also um, the way that you project yourself as a model and as a professional model in the industry. Um, so I would, I would highlight those things too. And I know that we've previously touched on all of this as well, but I also think just um, not being afraid either to, you know, speak up or let's just say leave a situation um, if it's not fitting you or you're not comfortable or, you know, you didn't know what you were getting into right away. Because a lot of times, let's just say 50-50, actually more than 50-50, you'll go, and I'm sure you've been down this road as well, but, or you've had this experience as well, you go, you'll go to a casting or you'll meet with a client and it's a completely different experience than mm-hmm. what you initially thought. Yes, and definitely. Right. And that can get very scary and it can be very, very difficult to navigate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you, I think you have very good points. And I'm just sitting here reflecting on all of this because as you said, yeah. like, so much to bring up. And I think that this industry, as I said, like has so many areas to improve on. And it, it is a very special industry in a sense. Um, but I think you, we're, you're making really good points. Um, Thank you. I think you are too. I think... <laughs> I think we should be the spokesmodels for the modeling industry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, I totally agree with you. I, I think it's it's more effective too. I mean, it's one thing for one model to speak up and say all this, but it's more powerful when we can all you know unify as one and come together and say, hey, I've had the same experience as you, or hey, I've had a different but yet similar experience to, as you. So it's just important to kind of mix and match and share experiences. Mm-hmm. Um you know, because as, as we're powerful as individuals, yes, but we're powerful as individuals together as well. Um, so, you know, it's really just unifying. And yeah, I, I, I very much value that, um, especially in this industry. Yeah. I have to ask you too, um, you know, in the terms of mental health and wellness and all that stuff. Have you personally, A, have you heard models openly talk about their mental health whether it's to you or someone that you know and also how often do you hear a fashion model talk about their own mental health um i mean when we're in our closest circle like my closest modeling colleagues or friends uh definitely some people have opened up but i think that it's really like we're in a tricky position because i feel like if we were to speak about it um I think it's more mainstream now and more accepted, but it, it has such a long way to go because I think that what it ultimately comes down to is that if you're saying that in a casting situation or, you know, getting jobs or maybe it be, might be your agent, like, I think it's so, I think it's, it's, it's a very vulnerable position to be in because I think most people are afraid of losing jobs or not getting booked or, you know, that that yeah. mean as something very negative on you when I think that it's so normal (laughs) everyone has something going on or have struggles in their life uh in periods of time and um but I I wish it was more open and more um accepted in a sense um that it shouldn't be um you shouldn't be be afraid of telling people what you're going through in in fear of losing jobs um I would say I don't know what's, uh, what's your experience in this yeah, I feel the same way as you. I think if mm-hmm. you speak about anything personal, 
let's just say it could be, you know, anything, especially in a, in a more authentic or um, not positive light, you kind of attract this attention of, oh, well, she's complaining or, oh, I don't want to work with her or mm-hmm. oh, like, what, what is this? What is, what is she saying? Or, you know, what, what is this person saying? Or, you know, why are they complaining? Or, you know, and you come off just kind of like this problem almost. Um, and sharing our emotions should never be viewed as a problem. It should never be seen, viewed, or translated as a problem. In this industry, if you are at a casting and let's just say, you know, you have something very, you know, bad going on with your life, um, and someone asks you, hey, are you okay? You know, mm-hmm. nine out of 10 times, you're going to say, oh yeah, I'm fine. And are you though? N- no. You know, and so it's not so much about, you know, masking our emotions. It's about feeling comfortable with taking that mask off. Um, I'm not saying in a professional environment, you know, you have to, you know, dish out your life story. That's not what I'm saying. (laughs) But don't be afraid to say, hey, I'm having a bad day or, hey, this isn't really, you know, I'm kind of having a hard time and I'm struggling. Can you can you please help me? Those are the questions yeah. and those are the comments that need to be more accepted and need to be more normalized in this industry. Because if you think mm-hmm. about it, again, you've probably never heard anyone say that behind the scenes. Have you? No, not really. That's the interesting thing because right. we're such a fast paced. It's so yeah. effective. Like you, you have the management there and all the people who have put money and effort and time. And it's like there's a campaign and, you know, yeah. you just have to deliver uh, exactly, and that can feel very pressuring at times. Um, it's an autopilot mentality, definitely. And also, I think that that's the fear. Like, I think when people are looking at jobs, knowing that okay, who is going to be most reliable here? Is it going to be the person who constantly, you know, breaks yeah. down, or is it the person that can actually just deliver what we're looking for? Because usually, I think when there comes to like campaigns or commercials or whatever it might be. Uh, there can be a lot of money that's put into it. And I feel like that is also part of the pressure. Like you, you have to deliver and you have to be professional and you shouldn't, you know, um, involve your feelings too much into work. But there's not really also like a safe place for us to right. talk about it or talk with our agents or, you know, and people in this industry in the same way, I would say. Exactly. Exactly. And I think it's also just the practice of just having more compassion. This is a very exterior business. This is a body business. Um, I feel like a lot of times, I mean, I don't know if you felt like in your um, own experience, but there has been times where I have felt not human and I have Mm -hmm. felt very much like a mannequin. Have you had that experience? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Especially during fashion week when everything is so fast paced already. Um, But yeah, definitely. That has been an experience, unfortunately. But Unfortunately. Um, yeah, and I also remember, I think just like this has nothing to do with mental health per se, but I know that during one of the castings for uh, one of the shows in New York, I, I had a very close friend of mine and she said like, oh, no, I haven't really done. Um, I think it was uh, maybe it was swimwear. And she's like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm completely comfortable with it, but I'm going to think about it because she was casted for, for the show. Uh, and then, you know, she comes there on call time and you're like, you're there, you're excited, you're ready. And there's like, oh no, but we, um, like she was standing there like ready to go to work. And they were like, oh no, we're not having you anymore because you, you stated that there was an issue or, you know, mm. and that's not even mental health. That is just like, oh, I'm not sure I haven't done this before, but let me think it was nothing about like mental health or anything, but 
it was still like just speaking up about something that might not be your thing or you know right yeah the comfortability level yeah mm-hmm. yeah for sure I also think too it's it's not um I don't I don't want to say that I, I, again it's kind of a, a fine line you know I, I feel like it's either very black and white in this industry mm-hmm. there's really no no just like what you stated the comfortability level um you're either going to do one thing or you're going to do another or they're not going to want to book you or they are going to book you um but you know keeping everything in mind such as mental health and our our self-worth and our you know comfortability among ourselves um again not only as a talent but also as an individual i think all of those are key components that absolutely should be valued um and again you know, being vocal, you know, it depends on the comfortability level. Um, but I think it's very important, especially to, well, with, you know, working with, let's just say agents or, you know, a fashion designer or a stylist behind the scenes of a photo shoot or something like that. Again, mm-hmm. it should be a comfort, there should be that comfortability, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily saying like a comfort zone, right? Because I mean, again, just like what I stated, the modeling industry really has no comfort zones. But I think forming safe spaces is very, very Mm -hmm. important. And it's very effective, not only again, as a talent in our professional performance as models, but or actors, or, you know, what our role is, but just as people, you know, because at the end of the day, we are, we are people, (laughs) we are not robots, we are not mannequins. (laughs) We're people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I also love, like, you know, even if it's very hectic, I know that some people on set, whether it will be, like, the stylist or the makeup artist, like, when they just take a few to just check in with you and they're actually, like, talking to you. Exactly. It, it just, like, as you said, like, bring more compassion and kindness into this industry. Like, it, it can be fast-paced, but, you know, it lacks this, as you said, like, human element of it, like, being able yeah. to connect. And um, but I do know that I really appreciate um, people like that in this industry that actually checks in on you and they make you feel yes. comfortable. And I mean, I think also like, I think we, at least for me, I do so much better at work when I have that feeling um, because I do, I feel seen as a person and we're having fun and it's, it's a great energy. Um, so I think that's important too. I think that it can only benefit um, the outcome usually uh, in a photo yes. Or any type of setting like that. Absolutely. And just because the modeling industry is a fast paced industry does not mean we have to neglect each other or ourselves as humans um, or our human emotions. Um, I like to say that too, because um, as you and I both know, you know, it's, it's a fast paced industry, but it's also an industry of, you know, it, sometimes you just feel like you're on fire because you're just running around, like taking off yes. clothes and putting on new clothes and putting on this makeup. And then, oh no, I had hair, I got hairspray in my eyes. Oh no. Like there's so much going on at one point. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And you're like, oh no, like, it's like, it's like, oh, oh, everyone's running around and it's a very chaotic and hectic scene. Um, you know, again, but just because it's hectic and chaotic, chaotic does not mean that, we neglect everything else around us if that makes sense you know I also think too yeah and I love that you said that as far as you know you feel more better you know when you can talk to your hairstylist or you can talk to your makeup artist um or you know even if you can talk about your agent about hey like how was your weekend just little things like that make Mm -hmm. a huge difference because it's it creates those building blocks of you know forming a, a good friendly and and comfortable and you know just nice relationship it doesn't have to be like a massive relationship but it just you know 
being fr- being friendly and being kind. I love that you said kind because I think kind we need that in this industry. We need to see more kindness in this industry because kindness goes a long way. It it really does. I agree. Definitely, definitely. Well, I think we covered so much in this episode. <laughs> yeah, and I, wow. I it was it was great. Yeah, thank you so much for joining. I feel like we just shed so much light on so many topics that again need to be talked about. Um, and I think I just think it's so important, you know, that I had you on the show as well because um you had a lot you made a lot of good points that again are are very um important that I think all of us need to really take notes from. So I'm very happy that you were able to be here. Oh, thank you. And thank you for having me. I enjoyed being on the podcast and I really appreciate uh, the work that you're doing, you know, to create an open community for models or creatives or anyone really who's who's in this industry. I, I think it's great what you're doing.